John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. This is the High Gain Podcast. Yes, it is the High Gain Podcast. We talk about guitars here. Oh, uh, are you going to tell me about a guitar today, John? I am going to tell you about a guitar, Ed. Where are you right now, John? I am in West Seattle, Washington. That's fantastic. Hey, tell me, who is a better actor, Sylvester Stallone or Ralph Macchio? Duh, Ralph Macchio. Wow, just like instant snap response. Instant snap response. Great. Hey, Ed. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Uh, he might listen to this podcast, I think. <laughs> he's a smart guy, yeah, so he probably he's, is. He's like 50-something. But you know, lots of people listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Baby boomers or Gen Xers. Everybody. If we ever hear from any of these people, that would be nice. Oh, we do. Really? Yeah. We have actual listener we, mail? We have an actual first listener mail. Nice. And oh, lay it on me. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm You want ready. me to read it? Yeah. So this comes to us from Nick, Nick C. We'll just say Nick C. Yes. From New York City. Okay. New York City. So if you send in a mail, maybe give us your, your name and where you're listening from. That sounds that great. Be, oh, I, I got to hear it. I got to um, hear it. So here here's the mail from Nick C. All right. Lads. 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 Nice. Lads. I am loving the podcast. I like this guy. Uh, I like him. Yep. Here he goes. I can't wait for the Mexican Stratocaster episode for personal reasons. However, I would be remiss if I did not point out that your reference to the director of Rocky, though fleeting, was incorrect. Yeah. It was not directed by Sylvester Stallone, but by a gentleman named John G. Avildsen whose magnum opus was directing all three installments of... What? The Karate Kid Trilogy! (laughs) Machio! Ralph Machio. Yep. I'm going to pretend that the fourth Karate Kid starring a young Hilary Swank never happened. You do that. Uh, 
as well as the quirky and underrated film called Neighbors, starring two upstart actors named John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Ooh. That movie's weird. Is it? <laughs> yes. I don't know if I've that, ever seen it. A lot of those 80s movies, late 70s, early 80s movies with those SNL dudes uh-huh. are just drug stupors. <laughs> like, and that movie is a prime candidate for that. John Belushi? It, it, yeah. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's also worth noting that oh. John Avildsen left this plane of existence oh. in 2017. No, 2017? Yep. And we all know about John Belushi at this point. Yep, yep. Keep strumming, Nick. Wow, that is fantastic. (laughs) It's so great. I am really excited. And keep the corrections coming because I say a lot of stuff and I do not fact check any of it. Yep. However, right after the episode was done, I thought to myself... Sylvester Stallone did not win. So I, I did fact check that and realized it, but it's good you people keeping me honest. Keep writing in because uh, we're not real big on facts. <laughs> no, no. It's like wrestling for entertainment purposes only. Right. Again, it's the high gain pod at gmail.com. Yep. What are you drinking today, John? I am drinking a fine coffee from our good friends at Uptown Espresso. We don't need to plug more companies. Oh, that... okay. Uh, I'm drinking coffee. Me too. We're both having soy lattes. Soy. We're going full on, not decaf. We're going leaded today. Full calf. Ventes. Big hey, boys. Hey, you know what we're doing today, Ed? I just drove over to my friend Matt's house. Yes. Here in beautiful West Seattle, Washington. Yes. And I picked up a 1975 Ovation Deacon. Ovation Deacon. Yeah. I could pretend I didn't know that, but I'm the one holding it right now. You are holding it, and I'm staring at it. Yep. Nope. Hit that that A chord. Hit it harder. Oh, okay. A chord. Great. Great. Okay. Put some fuzz on that. It's cool. Yep. You know what I know about the Ovation Deacon? What? Nothing. Oh, I know lots of stuff. Oh, do you? This is going to be a wild story, Ed. Okay, I'm ready. Ovation, as a company, mm-hmm. makes guitars I think we're probably all familiar with. The acoustic electrics with the round back on them. I'm super not into them. I cannot actually imagine playing one of those, but sure. <laughs> I've had to do it a few times. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was not my finest moment. I... Ovation. Yeah is the brainchild of one Charles H. Command. 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 Uh, Charles Command. Old Chuck. Chuck, Chucky, Chucky K? CK. CK. Chucky K. Calvin Klein. Yep. Calvin Klein made the ovation. Yep. Okay. Chuck. (laughs) Great. Uh, Chuck was born in 1918, Ed, in Washington, oh. D.C. Holy shit. Yeah. And he's still alive. He's 100 years old. Uh, no, he is not 100 years old, Ed. Wait. Uh, sadly, he died in 2011. Wow. So he was he was in his 90s. He, he maybe got up there. Okay. Yep. Okay. That felt delayed, but I'll I'll let it pass. You're no, fucking hey, around over no, there. You got what are you gonna do? To be fair, I don't do anything on this podcast. I come in, sit down, we start recording. I do not do shit. You've got a coffee there. 
<laughs> drinking a coffee. Yeah, well, you got a notebook. Look, I got a notebook, but that's just to doodle oh, penises. The, yeah. We'll we'll post some of my penis doodles. I'd love to see those. <laughs> yeah, draw a couple of those. Okay. Well, Charles come right. in. Uh-huh. Uh, he grows up basically playing guitar. He starts when he's 12 or 13 years old, like a lot of people. And uh, he gets really good. And it remains a passion of his throughout his life. But oddly enough, it was not the primary focus of his career for a long, long time. Okay. It remained kind of a hobby. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Ed, Ed is showing me one of his penis drawings. <laughs> that is awesome. Way to draw Thank a dick. You. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> little stubby guy yeah it's funny it's cute uh, command yeah uh he goes full-on kind of science mathy yeah he goes to school to be an aeronautical engineer i don't know anything about ovations but let me tell you what i think about ovations and you just tell me if i'm just crazy and wrong okay i think that those guitars the acoustics the back of them is made out of the same shit that they put in helicopters. You are correct. At the time, it was some space-agey material. They're like the acoustic version of a Parker fly. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? A fucking wackadoodle, high-tech <laughs> thing. Well, there's a reason for it. Okay. So he, he studies aeronautical engineering. Yeah. And he does really well at it and okay. gets a job with uh, Igor Sikorsky. They make helicopters. Yes. They make, they make the Russian helicopters. Yes. Well, Sikorsky was a Russian-American. Those aren't the ones that are like the bubble? Maybe. But helicopters were being yeah. made, it turns out, like back in the like early 40s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, well, I picture, you know, MASH. That is a Husky helicopter, and that is a command design. Really? Yeah. The dude that made the ovation, yeah. like, made the MASH helicopter. Yeah, in 1945, he founds, not ovation. No. He founds command aircraft okay. and starts making fucking helicopters. <laughs> he does really well at that. Yeah, and, uh, okay. The Husky helicopter, that bubble one you're talking mm -hmm. about, goes on to fly more rescue missions in Korea yeah. and Vietnam mm -hmm. than any other aircraft. He, huh. He's on it. But, yeah. But before... Can you imagine getting your ass shot up and then the helicopter comes to rescue you and you got to be thinking like, I'm saved. And you look up, is that Jamie Farr? No, oh. Right. But also, like, how do they get you out of there? They strap your ass to a gurney on the outside strut. Yeah. That is not the way I want to be rescued. I mean, or I guess it is because it was super successful. It's so successful. He is made an honorary fellow of the American Helicopter Society in 1950. Yeah, you know what I like about 1950 and, like, the 50s in general? What? Nothing. Yeah. N nothing. It gets worse because, uh, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you know, we start getting entangled in Vietnam. Right. And so Charlie is thinking he wants to sell a bunch of helicopters. Of course he does. Uh, so Businessman. He, he makes a deal to sell a whole bunch of helicopters to the government, the government. You know Robert S. McNamara? Mm-hmm, I do. Remember him from Vietnam? Uh, yeah. They knew shit was going sideways, and they just decided to keep selling helicopters and guns. Something must have gone wrong somewhere, because McNamara cancels Command's contract for the helicopters. 
Mm. Turns out too successful, saving too many lives. Yeah, we don't, we don't want your helicopters. Right. No. Now mm. he's thinking, wow, my main primary aeronautical career has yeah. gone a little soft. Speaking of, like, did you see this picture I drew? Wow, that's another. <laughs> oh, that's great. You're just adding to it. Yeah, a couple of yep. hairs. Yep, oh, that's, I'm, that's, I got stuff going on over that's here. That's really guys. great. Yeah, he needs to diversify. Sure. He tries all kinds of things uh, to apply his science head to. Mm-hmm. And then he thinks, well, I've played guitar my whole life. When he was in college doing the aeronautical thing, yeah, he sat in with the Tommy Dorsey band. Wow. Because their guitarist had quit suddenly. Okay. So our man Charles. Who was their guitarist? I don't know. Hendrix? So the dude that quit. And Charlie mm-hmm. goes up there. Okay. And plays and knocks it out of the ballpark. Of course. Tommy Dorsey says... Yeah. Hey, you want to be my new guitarist? What does uh, Charlie say? He says, fuck you. I got money to make, baby. That's right. He says no. Oh, that's the soft version of what I would have said. Yeah. So at this point, he's thinking I need to diversify. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at guitar. I know about guitars. I know about helicopters. I know about guitars. I know about space age materials. Yeah. So I want to, uh, I want to do this. Yeah. But he's not thinking of building them. He, oh, really? he just wants to get okay. into them. So he takes a trip. <laughs> he yeah. wants to climb in. He wants to get like, all up yep. in there. Yeah, okay. He goes to Nazareth. Nazareth, Pennsylvania. That's where Martin is. To Martin, C.F. Martin. Yep. The Martin factory. Yep, in Martin, Pennsylvania. That's great. Yes. W- wait, where? Martin. Nazareth. <laughs> Nazareth, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Okay. He's getting one of his guitars repaired, but while he's there... Oh, really? He took a he yeah. took a Martin in. Yeah, you know, he's making all this helicopter money anyway. Right. He's got his own company. Yeah. So he thinks, while I'm here, yep. hey, Martin. Martin. Why don't you sell me your company? The balls. This guy. Yeah. Come on. Charlie says, I would like to buy your company. And of course, Martin says, get fucked. Exactly. <laughs> Did they smash his guitar? No, they fixed I... his guitar and he left. Okay. He subsequently made a second offer. Okay. To Martin. <laughs> Wow. What do you think they said that time? I think they said, get fucked. That is exactly what they said. That's engraved in a plaque. (laughs) Right. Outside Martin. Uh, Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. I have a lot of respect for Martin as a company. How do I feel about Gibson as a company? Oh, you don't like Gibson? No, I don't. I don't. Martin, I think they've held on to their integrity and I love them. Yep. And they said, get fucked twice yep to that sweet sweet war money absolutely okay so he drives up to chicago Mm -hmm. uh the home of harmony you know harmony amps harmony guitars harmony you know all that i've i've owned a harmony they have an exact copy of a harmony that i own at thunder road guitars in west seattle they do i was just looking at it today today we walked up there we bug those guys. We go there maybe too much. Yeah, thunderroadguitars.com, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Frank just sort of shakes his head. and We'll um, have to have Frank on if we can teach him how to... How just... to be a little respectful. Show yeah. a little respect, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I do know about Harmony. Yeah, so they, so, were, uh, they were based in Chicago? In Chicago. Charlie goes up there to look around and says, Hey, Harmony, I would mm-hmm. like to buy you. So what <laughs> does Harmony say to Charlie when... He, Charlie wants to buy them. They said, get fucked. Oh, did they? <laughs> great. Yeah. Great. Turns out a lot of spine in those guys. Yeah. So, but Charlie's starting to get the message. 
Charlie is thinking, (laughs) (laughs) I can't buy my way out of this one. I I better just start doing it myself. God damn it. (laughs) That's, yeah. In 1966, with that sweet helicopter money, Mm -hmm. he decides to make his own company. So he founds Ovation Instruments. That is great. 66 is a little before I was born, but a lot of cool shit happened in 1966, I think. Batman 66. Batman? Batman 66, which is a modern comic book that harkens back to Batman with Adam West and Burt Ward. The TV show? The TV show. The TV show started in 66, and there's a current comic book called Batman 66 that's like a Batman comic based on the TV show with Burt Ward and Adam West. Man, Burt Ward. That dude had a huge cock. You should just call that up and draw a picture of it. (laughs) There's not enough ink in this pen. We are talking way too much about this stuff. So he founds Ovation and starts making those acoustic guitars with the plastic backs. That plastic is called Lyracord. Let's just say it's a space-age polymer. Yeah, Space-age polymer. That's what I think. It's like it's from his time in aerospace, right? Am I wrong about that? You are right. You know what they used it for? Helicopter shit. The rotor blades. Yeah, back in the beginning, the helicopter blades were made out of wood. (laughs) And so a problem was... They were made out of wood. Well, that too. (laughs) Right. But the vibration... Yeah. Would transfer down the rotor shaft and shake the hell out of the helicopter. Right. So they needed something to dampen that vibration. Okay. So they coated the blades with this Lyracord material to dampen the vibration and control it more. If they could predict how it was going to vibrate, they could work with it. I am totally following. Yeah. So based on that premise, Charlie is like, huh, let's make a guitar back out of this and we can tweak it to make it project more. Yeah. To smooth out the kind of transients in it and make it yep. kind of a smooth sounding guitar. That is really great that he, yeah, put some wood on the thing. We learned some lessons with yeah. helicopters. That's that's American ingenuity. By the way, you know why it's called Ovation? Uh, He's putting prototypes together. He takes one to a famed jazz guitarist, Charlie Bird. Yeah, okay. And says, hey, what do you what do you think of this? There's a movie called Bird by uh, the fucking dude with the chair. Clint yeah, Eastwood. Fuck, fuck that yeah, guy. that's not about that bird. That's Charlie Parker. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Charlie Parker was named Bird. Yeah. Right. But Charlie Bird right. was named Charlie Bird. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> so Bird plays it. Okay. And he says, well, you know, it's kind of nice. I like it. Uh, this thing deserves an ovation. Wow, that's... And our man Charlie Command is like, okay, ovation it is. So this dude did have his head up his ass a little bit. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. When he finally puts this thing into production, Mm -hmm. he, like so many other instrument manufacturers, realizes that the best way to get the word out is to get some endorsers. Yeah, you said word, and then you were saying bird, and I kind of... Yeah. So, who does he get? The first endorser of Ovation Guitars is Josh White. IDK. IDK. Famed African-American blues and folk singer. Mm, okay. At this point in 66, 67, right. he's been playing guitar since like the 30s. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a little feeling for Josh White. Okay. Lay it on me. Real soulful. Yeah. This guy was really big. How do I feel about the blues? 
JFK. Probably the same as you feel about the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Correct. But I think my biggest problem is like that the shit has been done and like no one's going to play it better than what you just played. We're done assholes like i don't need any more <laughs> 12 bar blues led zeppelin did not improve on what that dude was playing get fucked zeppelin like yep. come up with your own shit so i'm into what you just played it gives josh white the guitar and this is significant mm -hmm. in a lot of ways yeah uh not only that josh white loves it and plays it for the rest of his life wow uh, really which is sadly not very long oh he was only 45 <laughs> when he died Ugh. uh but he has the distinction of being the first African-American endorser of of a guitar. Can you imagine? 67, and he's the first official endorser, like, in advertisements and stuff of, of a guitar. Of any guitar ever? Uh-huh. The world is so Pla fucked up. Pl plenty of well-known African-American guitar <laughs> like, players, of what? course. We're right. going, going back however long. But, I mean, look at Fender. What's Fender doing in their advertising in the 60s? Well, like, they're putting bikini girls on the cover. Yeah, the uh, Whitey McWhiterson. White. <laughs> exactly. You know, like the, 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 the Beach Boys and the white dudes. <laughs> that and, is so fucked. Uh, at the same time, Muddy Waters is playing a Telecaster. Is he in an advertisement in 1966? No. no, he is not. No. You know what started in 1966? What? The Black Panthers. Yep. Maybe there's a reason for this shit, you assholes. Yeah. We're like 52 years later, and yep. this shit's fucked up. Ronald Reagan became governor in 66. Addled jelly bean eater. <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan of not that fan. guy. Nope. So not only is he in endorsing them, Josh White. Okay. Uh, Ovation goes on for years to make a Josh White model Ovation acoustic electric guitar. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm learning so much from this podcast, John. Well, I'm glad, Ed. Uh, <laughs> you seemed a little deficient coming into this thing. <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm trying to help out where I can. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But yep. you know what? All hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. David Schwimmer was born in 1966. Was he? The guy <laughs> from the, Friends. Uh, Band of Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, right. He was in Band of Brothers. Oh, uh, which is about World War II. David Schwimmer seems to yeah. always play assholes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, untrustworthy characters. Huh? Maybe he's you know that's he's good at that. He doesn't come across that way in Friends. <laughs> but you know, so I hear. Oh, great. In 1968. Mm-hmm. God damn, Glenn Campbell. Famed studio musician and yep. erstwhile member of the Beach Boys. He gets his own TV show called The Good Time Hour <laughs> with Glenn Campbell. That's a mouthful. Yeah. What's Glenn Campbell up to these days? <laughs> That's what. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So he's on The Good Time Hour playing, <laughs> singing, having mm -hmm. skits. The thing. Good Time Hour with Glenn Campbell. Oh, maybe and it, friends. Or maybe it was just called The Good Time Hour. I don't know. I don't know. So he's playing an ovation all the time. Huh. An acoustic electric? Yeah. In fact, Glenn Campbell helped Ovation develop the piezo pickup. They are arguably the first people to do that on an acoustic guitar. Are we going to uh, argue about this now? We probably shouldn't because it's, <laughs> it's true. Okay. He wants them to do that because he doesn't want to be on TV with a big old microphone sticking in front of his guitar. Mm -hmm. He thinks it's unseemly. So, yeah, Glenn Campbell helps them develop the Under the Bridge pickup. Mm -hmm. Uses the guitar on TV. Okay. Uses it in recordings. Listen to the, the smooth, silky sounds of the acoustic guitar, Ed. I am a lineman 
for the county. And I drive I the main road. Yep. Searching in the sun for another overload. Okay. Okay, so there you go. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we have to get too far more into ovation acoustics, <laughs> except to say that that's what's going on. Our man Charlie has yeah. made a go of this thing. Yep. The helicopter money went soft, but yep. he managed to leverage it against acoustic guitars people are liking the way the back on these guitars projects right it it won't be until the 80s maybe that people start hating these things uh yeah okay but in the 60s the american guitar market starts to go a little Uh, soft yeah right let's do something that's not like those other guys let's make solid body guitars they never made a norm core guitar that all their shit's crazy well that's true all their stuff is super sciencey yeah 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 they're putting the live record on there and trying new things but let's do it let's make solid body electrics and let's throw them against the wall and see what sticks yeah so they start making things with all kinds of different names what year is this uh 72 this guitar we think is uh it's a 75 75 this year deacon but before the deacon okay you've, you've got the breadwinner yeah the that's preacher. a cool guitar and before that the mm-hmm. viper the uk and various yeah. models that just had numbers uk2 yeah uk2 in yep. fact this guitar has a number too but i'm just gonna call it the deacon yeah so they're trying stuff and nothing is really sticking they get to the deacon mm-hmm. and they're starting to get a little traction there are people playing them people like them what makes their entry into the solid guitar market so much different than anybody else's first off i should say that this deacon yeah is one weird ass looking guitar <laughs> it is crazy but there's a reason for it yeah how do i describe this thing ed how, I, how would I, you describe like this? to me the top of the guitar looks like a shark fin it's got a total fin curved up over the top. Most guitars, I think, if you look at them outside of like, you know, box teardrops or something like that, right. most guitars have that like curvy waist thing. Yeah. They've got a waist on top and on bottom. Mm-hmm. This one is a fin. It's just, it looks like a car fin from the 50s. Yes. Um, yeah. And at the end of that fin. Yep. Uh, there's a little bevel yep. put into it, yep. so when you're playing it, your arm arm rests comfortably yep. on there. Now, the waist on the bottom yep. that you alluded to yep. is smaller than most guitars yep. to offset how far out that fin <laughs> sticks on top, right. which makes it sit on your leg very well. Yeah, I picked that guitar up. It looks really weird, and I sat down with it, and... You can put it sort of on your left leg and it just sort of rests really nicely. Like it, yeah. it it's like made to be played sitting down. Yep, you look really nice. Yeah. You've got this uh, t-shirt on that's got like a picture of poop and then a picture of like a padlock. Yes. And then a down arrow. Yep. You got to keep your shit on lockdown. Shit lockdown. Yep. Love it. Yep. So that's a weird shape, whereas it might look at first blush like a piece of rope thrown on the ground. It does not look like a piece of rope thrown on the ground. Much. But, you know. Little. I mean, I get what you were saying, but but no. At first blush, it looks random, but it's actually very ergonomically thought out. Totally. That I'm into. It is super ergonomic in a way that you would not imagine 
just from looking at it, you wouldn't imagine how comfortable it is to play. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing noteworthy, mm -hmm. the bottom cutout mm -hmm. on this thing exposes mm -hmm. the neck so you can play up higher. Now, normally on some guitars, you go up pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty high. Right. Pretty good. Uh, this is a two-octave neck. Yeah, it's got a 24th fret. That is So you crazy. can get And you can there. get to that 24th with no problem. No problem. You're not like wrapping your hand around the body yep. of the guitar. like yep. You can get all the way up there. Get up in there. All Climb up, all up in there. Yeah, all up in there. Yeah. Uh, this is also... In mm -hmm. keeping with the design of the piezo pickup and right. the kind of electronic advancements that Ovation is doing, mm -hmm. arguably the first electric guitar to use active electronics. Oh, really? Yeah. As a side benefit, you get to constantly be putting fucking batteries into your guitar. Yeah, it has a control plate in the back that you take off and put two 9-volt batteries in. God damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> Two a... batteries. And I'm sure it's got the deal where if you just leave that thing plugged in, it just sucks the juice out of them. You it know? Do, it does, because yep. the active electronics are not activated until you plug a cable into right. it. Right. So you just accidentally leave that thing plugged in and get fucked get to throw two more batteries into the landfill yep that's right okay so the controls on it are pretty straightforward there's a volume knob there's a tone knob that's pretty pretty straightforward uh, where you get into weird variances mm -hmm. are with the two toggle switches okay one toggle switch controls pickup selection seems seems uh, straightforward nominally oh there's more to it i'm gonna flip this pickup selector to the top okay hear that i do how would you describe that tone ed mm. I, I would just say warm and bassy. Yeah, it's uh, that is really good. Those those are two kind of basic adjectives. Uh, what is what is another? Uh, Basular. Basular. Yeah. Tepid. Oh, like putting a sleeping dude's hand in warm water. <laughs> sure, I guess like that. I I just think more, you know, just kind of lukewarm, you know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But, but in a nice in a nice way. Well, that's in keeping because I have the pickup selector on the neck pickup. Okay. Which we know provides a, a warmer, bassier sound than if you put it on the bridge pickup, which yep. is this. Yeah. That's the less bassy. Right. Yep. Great. Okay. So yep. there's a third position I just went to. What the hell is oh. that? The middle? No, the... Bass pickup? Whoa. Yeah. Both pickups? Okay. Also both pickups. What what gives? Yeah, what tell me what gives, goddammit. Phase. Oh you can you can put both pickups on. These are humbuckers. These are twelve pole piece toroidal contoured pickups. Twelve Wait. individual pole pieces on these things. Pole so, bangers. And they're adjustable. Adjustable they're, pole bangers. Yeah. In 75, 76. Switched mm -hmm. over to just regular old humbuckers, but oh, really? A lot of people seem to prefer the sound of these. Yeah. So, so what the switch does, you can you can put the these two pickups in or out of phase. Okay. In phase. Yep. Out of phase. A yep. little more scooped out. Speaking of which. Yeah. The other switch. Oh. That is an EQ notch. Uh. So it takes certain frequencies. Yeah. And, and cuts them out. Which frequencies? 
Uh, yeah, that I don't know. depends on which pickups you have activated and whether or not they're in phase. Oh my god, so, it's too much. This fucking scientist dude is going all sciency with his knobs and switches. Well, let's take a li- listen. So okay. here's the neck pickup again, right? Now I'm going to uh, take that EQ notch yep. and switch it back and forth so you can just kind of hear what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. So it scooped out some of the mids. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Now I'll put it in the middle. Okay. And do the same thing. Oh, weird. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. Now I'll put it at the back. Yep. These are the two pickups in phase. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Now that is not even to mention uh-huh. more the the active part of the tone knob. Yeah. Which can cut or boost. So let's just uh, I'll, I'll roll the tone back and forth. Okay. Ooh, little, little dirty pot. Whoa. Now you're starting to get into some business. Throw throw that uh, throw that throw that muff on there. What the fuck? More. Give me some more. more. That's not that's not enough. Come on. Yeah. There you go. Yep. I'll roll it back. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, so you, so you can see, not only can you choose the pickups, you yeah. can choose if you want them to be in or out of phase. Sure. And you can choose uh-huh. whether or not to scoop out some of the mids Yep. with the EQ switch. Yep. And that's before you even decide whether to cut or boost the tone using the tone knob. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff going on. A lot to keep in mind, but yeah. as you heard, I right. hope it's easily hearable. Oh, the tone, yeah, the differences you get out of that thing are crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot you can do with this. I kind of usually tend to be a set it and forget it sort of guy, but, you know, I'm also not Glenn Campbell. Nope. No, I'm not. You're not. R.I.P. Did we? Oh, that's right. I think... Well, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that. So that that guitar, what's the first year of that guitar? First year of this guitar? 70, yeah. 73. 73, and they made it until... 82. Okay, 73 to 82. Yeah, I should say the appointments on this thing. Yeah, So you've got nice. all those ele- electronics in yep. there. You've got a bound fretboard with diamond inlays, fret yeah. inlays. If this were a preacher and not yep. a deacon, it mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't be bound, mm-hmm. wouldn't have the diamond inlays, it would have dot inlays. Like a lot of companies, yep. depending on which model you buy, yep. then you pay for more appointments, yep. fancier yep. fancier kinds of things. The body is all solid mahogany. Yeah. Uh, it sounds pretty good. And the bridge on this thing is... Uh, it's weird. If you took this bridge off, yeah. you could use it as like brass knuckles on somebody. <laughs> this is... It's, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but like it feels like it might be coated with that poly bolly stuff you were talking about lyricord sure i believe it is yeah yeah it's got that like weird uh kind of rough bubbly yeah think about it the same way as the helicopter blades yep i know that there are certain parts on my guitar that vibrate right i want to be able to control how and when and yeah and how much they vibrate 
let's coat it with Lyricord so at least yep. we won't stop it from yep. vibrating, but yep. it will be more of a known quantity. My guy Chuck just scienced the shit out of that guitar. Chuck did science the shit out of this. I think that's great. I it, think that's exactly what you need to be doing. That is what I'm talking about. We're like, that is the opposite of what bugs the shit out of me about like the Fender Telecaster Deluxe. And it's like, there are things you can do to a guitar mm -hmm. that you're not just like copying every other guy. He did not copy a Les Paul or a Telecaster or a Strat. It is very distinctively its own thing. He had the Command Aircraft Company right. at his disposal. Sure. So he can <laughs> tell those scientists, hey, yeah. science this. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they would do. Yeah, that's great. Way to go, Chuck. It's again... The wonderful thing about having this military industrial complex where you're just spending billions of dollars in a war effort. What do you get? Maybe a nice guitar that yep. no one bought. Yep. Except my guy, Matt. Yep. Have we talked about Matt? No. Tell me about Matt. Matt's a friend of mine and he has weirdly an odd collection of Ovation solid body guitars. Wow. And I, yeah, I just, I told him about the podcast and he was like, oh, I've got a lot of weird shit, which I knew, but that one jumped out at me as like, we should borrow one of those. And so he was nice enough to let us uh, bang out one of his ovations. Has he done anything with them? Has he, is he in a band? Does he? <laughs> Strange you should ask. So he records he, uh, exclusively with Ovation Solid Body Guitars? He has his first album, Rockstar Matt. His first album, Armageddon, came out like 10 years ago. Wow. And it was recorded exclusively with Ovation Solid Body, <laughs> which is great, which is like, you know, and he has Gibsons and Fenders and it's just like, uh -huh. nope. I got to tell you one thing we haven't talked about is yeah. with, with all the appointments and all the features on this guitar. Yeah. How does it feel to play it? Yeah. And I will tell you that it feels really comfortable. Yeah, I uh, love it. I am not fighting this guitar at all. Right. Very easy to get around. It's pleasant, I must yeah. say. Man, I think I would have to go pretty far down the list of guitars I want uh -huh. to get to a Deacon. But now that I've played it, it's moved up. Oh, God, I just spilled my fucking soy latte yeah, what, on is, what is it with you and uh, beverages? I don't know. Well, maybe it's the fact that I'm sitting here fucking around with beverages every every yeah, time yeah. uh yeah moving up on the uh, list yeah yeah like i mean that might be above the uh ibanez gem now i find that that happens as we do this as we do a deep dive into the guitar and just explore what it can do how it yeah. was made all of that you do kind of gain more of an interest yeah. if, oh i if mean if i were to see one come up somewhere for a reasonable price yeah yeah, yeah maybe right yeah. right you know we did the ibanez artist Yes. Last time, and now we did the this, and I would much rather have this than the artist. And yeah, the artist a, is a, was a super cool guitar too, but this is just weird. Like just yeah, for like yeah. a weird neat guitar, I think yeah. that's pretty high up on the list. Uh, so your friend Matt. Yep. You said he records with only that. Do you have anything uh, to play play yeah. for me? Yeah. Lay it on me. All Hit right. it. <laughs> Great. That's all. That's all ovation. Even the bass? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Even the bass. Not the drums. Uh, all right. Stop it. Yeah. Thanks, it's Matt. Pretty, pretty great. Yeah. Thank you very much, Matt. And uh, 
I believe on both of his albums that he has out, he recorded everything. Guitar, bass, drums, every noise. Oh, a talented is, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. So, rock, his, star, rock star Matt. Yep. In his house in West Seattle. West Seattle, Washington. Yep. Rockstar Matt. Our own. You can find him on Spotify. Yep. iTunes. iTunes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the internets, the various internets. Yeah. Rockstar places. Matt, if you like that. <laughs> yeah. You you could probably stop saying that. Okay. I mean, I'm sure he's going to appreciate it. Yeah. Rockstar Matt. <laughs> I find that, uh, that cut from Matt pretty interesting. Yeah. Because, Why is that? Well, it's harder. It's more distorted. Yeah. And when I was looking up various players throughout the history of ovation i found a whole bunch of pictures of some fat dude jumping through the air with a guitar strapped on i'm like who is this guy flying through the air Mm -hmm. with an ovation solid body electric guitar strapped on yeah it's a dude from uk sub okay i don't know much about them but they're they're punky boys oh uh still playing great yeah okay so so i dug this up from 1979 recorded with an ovation electric solid body all right guitar these guys you got some uh, yeah no i do okay oh Yeah, I'm super into it. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was 1979. That's that's great. He's Johnny on the spot with that thing. Yeah, in 79. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff going on in 79 informing that, I, I bet. Like the Deer Hunter winning the Academy Award for Best Picture. John Cazal's last movie. That was his last one? R.I.P. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yep. All. Uh, that was his last one when he's asking for the boots and shit. All right, you it's guys, the coming, the coming of back. the storm. Like you've got Margaret Thatcher, Maggie, 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 out, out, out. Oi. Oi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you lot. But Michael Jackson's Off the Wall came out. Really? I think that, yeah, I think that's like, isn't it? 79? I a- think 80? that's when that. 79? 80? 81? Yeah. I don't Maybe. know. Yeah, Something I like that. Know. I don't know. Draw a dick and think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes so it's not long after that 79 80 yeah you know about that we know that in 82 they stopped making the deacon okay they tried mm-hmm. other solid body kind of configurations nothing really took yep so then our man charlie who has a record of approaching companies and saying can i have you <laughs> yes yeah. that's his jam yeah uh, he does it again okay who yeah. uh gibson nope you know hamer <laughs> I do. You know Hamer guitars? Sure. Uh, in 1988. Yeah. He succeeds. No shit. He says, uh, hey, can I buy you? And they say, "Wow, yes. So he buys Hamer guitars? Okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, luckily, in yeah. his back pocket, Charlie always had... The industrial war machine Yeah, the, funding him. Yeah. The acoustic electrics are stronger than <laughs> and ever. And those. And people are still playing these. Uh, I don't know if it's the ironic factor or not. Uh, yeah. Y- you know the Arctic Monkeys? Yeah. Yeah. I know those guys. Yeah. The Arctic Monkeys like Ovation Solid Body Electric Guitars. The really? Gu- yeah. The guitar player in that band plays himself a Viper. It's a very cool name for a guitar. Very snaky. Yeah. Yeah, yep. the Viper Room. That's Johnny Depp. Yeah. Owned the Viper Room. River Phoenix. Died outside the Viper Room. He did. R.I.P. Oh, River Phoenix. Yeah. That's ovation. That's a pretty, you know, that, that, I used the word warm 
earlier. Yeah. And this actually has, like, it's kind of got that tone to it, oddly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh, we don't want to not mention our friends ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah bjorn oh yeah bjorn and abba he was yeah. he was known in the day to play an ovation breadwinner that's not true that is true so now john is showing me a picture of bjorn yep yep <laughs> god damn it yeah that fucking band i could not give a shit less about abba and somehow you manage every episode to bring it around to those fucking guys as soon as the episode's over and the headphones are off ed <laughs> thanks me for bringing up abba uh yeah i'm super into it they are his guilty pleasure yeah yep. yeah I was going to say, I don't know if I could name an ABBA song off the top of my head. But you love them, and that's great. You know... Um, you love them. <laughs> your mom loves them. <laughs> your mom loves ABBA. <laughs> okay, what else? Well, Ed, this has been uh, fantastic. How can people get a hold of us, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could email us at the High Gain Pod. At yeah. gmail.com. Yeah, or they can go to the website, thehighgain.com. Yeah, they could, uh, I don't know, they could go to Facebook, The High Gain. You can go to Twitter. Twitter, The High Gain. Instagram. The High Gain. The High Gain. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. All of those. Yeah. iTunes, we Stitcher. Are taking over the world, guys. That's right. Ed um, is going to be a benevolent dictator. Don't worry. Yeah. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt. They're sexy. <laughs>